I have Eric on with me. You guys probably have seen him um, in the Sterling Cooper podcast a few days ago. Maybe How like, we doing? Like two it weeks was, ago, right? It was like it was a while ago. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two weeks ago, um, you guys probably saw him in the Sterling Cooper podcast, helping me out with some stuff. But uh, yeah, would you like to introduce yourself to the boys? How you found me? All that stuff. Yeah. So I've actually been following um, Logan's podcast for about like two years now. Um, it was pretty interesting. Like I literally have a, um, I was just in like math class, sophomore year of high school. And I saw this dude on my TikTok. I'm like, yo, I, I don't even know what the TikTok was. I don't even know what the video was about. But at the end, you're like, yo, listen to Alpha's Only Club podcast. And I began listening to it. And I really resonated with it. And even like, I, I would show it to other people and they would listen to it a little bit. And they would like read Corey Wayne's book, but they never truly like implemented it. They never truly internalized all the things he was teaching. And yeah, so I helped him set up the like the AOC Discord server. And right. then recently he hit me up and said, hey, um, I'm doing an interview. I'm doing an event in a couple of days. Like you should come out. So I flew out. Uh, this dude's super chill. Um, staying at his place. Just like we're just working on some some projects, working on our own stuff. And yeah, it's definitely pretty cool. Yeah. So uh yeah, man. So basically, Eric, you you helped me out with the Discord. You helped me set it up because um, you were in Hustle University, so you kind of knew how to do all that stuff. You kind of knew like how it worked. You're really smart when it came to that stuff. Um, and then you also had your own podcasts and as well, and you're creating content as well. Um, and yeah, so you kind of experienced your own version of maybe getting canceled and you know dealing with haters. Or, yeah, anything. So it's pretty interesting how that works. But Yeah, so, I mean, we're definitely going to talk about, like, if everyone should be creating content. But I saw a lot of guys, a lot of guys who had listened to your work decided to make podcasts that were obviously, like, very much inspired by it. Right. And the backlash is the same. It doesn't matter if you're in California. It doesn't matter if you're in the Midwest. Like, guys were in all over the world. And they, you know, pe people who decided to, who realized they resonated with that and spoke their own truth, they still felt... They still got the same like backlash of people who saw that and on the surface, you know, thought they disagreed with it. But as we'll probably like talk about in a bit, the, the people who, you could say like the people who hated it the most, they hated it because like there's an actual emotional reason for it. Like something stung because if they, if, you know, obviously the things that you and I were saying were hundred percent false, they wouldn't be resonating. Like it wouldn't mean anything to them at all. They wouldn't get mad. Right. Yeah. That's the one thing is like, you'll notice this as well, even with your own parents is like your family only usually gets mad or your parents usually only get mad. We we're talking about this at this event actually as mm -hmm. well. Um, cause I hosted an event two, three days ago, um, at this, at this mansion. Um, and one of the kids there was dealing with some issues with his family and, um, we were all giving him advice later at night. I think at like two, 3 AM we were staying up talking to this dude because um, he's really struggling with trying to move past his parents' approval. Um, so he's really struggling with seeking his parents' approval still. Um, and he was still struggling with them not being supportive of his, being supportive of his dreams and his mission and purpose. Um, so that's the one thing uh, he was struggling with. So we're trying to help him like, bro, like, don't you notice how whenever you bring something up about anything, it could be true about anything, is they're going to get mad. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of interesting how that works. It's like, usually people don't get mad unless you're, you're speaking the truth. Um, and people also don't really love you unless you're speaking the truth. So it's kind of interesting how that works. Um, just by you speaking the truth, you'll really see 
if it's true or not, because what ends up happening is they get an emotional response to it. Um, I've never said or done anything that hasn't sparked some sort of resonation with people or people to try to fight against it. Um, and me and Fortunatus Prince, we were talking about this to um, this guy, and he was so worried about his parents getting upset about him telling them like what he wanted to do in the first place. He was so worried about them getting mad. And I told him, bro, like they're going to get mad either way. Like it doesn't matter. They're, don't you see how they're already mad at you and you're still doing everything they say? It doesn't matter. It's not going to change, bro. So might as well have them still be mad at you while doing what you want to do in the first place. Um, and I think that's the one thing that so many guys are worried about is people getting mad at them or people yelling at them, people being upset at them. But in all reality, it's like, dude, these people don't even respect or value you in the first place. Like they're just using you. So what does it matter? Right. So why, why, do, why, do you, why do you guys care so much about what these other people think? So I think that's the one thing he was struggling with was just caring what his parents thought. Um, what, what do you think about that, that whole situation? Yeah. So there were like, I mean, we, we like were in the same room working on all these things. So even when we were talking with people like who were like, like closing people to come to the event, we had one situation where someone's mother called to refund it and like to, to cancel it. And that was pretty interesting because like I, I obviously I was in the room. I overheard what the conversation was. I could tell that she was very like overprotective, you know, as mothers are. But it was it was super interesting because just like you, you just tell that she kept running in like mental circles. And she was saying that her son wasn't old enough to be going to an event like this, which the, the kid was 17. He was definitely old enough. Um, but it was it was just super interesting seeing how like how much that like the influence that parents can have on their kids because you know pe people are going to emulate what they see right if you if you only grow up around you know, a certain time like your parents are acting a certain way or your parents say oh you can't do that because you're too young then that's just something that's going to be like stuck in your mind right. all the time but it's pretty interesting how there were it was not just like a one-off case there were like multiple times Very even for this even for this one event which had like seven guys sign up even for this one single event, there were so many, there were like multiple cases where like parents just came up as like, as like a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because like, I think nowadays it's super like you and I, like I'm 18, you're 19. So like nowadays there's such a, like kids want, kids are drawn to having success at a young age. Like you see things on social media where like people are like, Oh, I made a million dollars at 18. Right. You see all of this, like, you see success at such a young age and that's what kids want to do want to so i feel like i feel like people they don't really place that mental limit like kids don't place a mental limit anymore like yeah i mean i'm 18 i can i can do i can do things successfully at this age i don't need to wait till i'm older so there's like a little bit of um i would say there's a little bit of like generational friction there where like you might say that like a lot of your parents think that you have to be older to achieve certain things and that's not really that true yeah, it's a self it's a self limiting belief, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of parents um, and a lot of older people nowadays. I even see this in the comment section when I'm speaking the truth. Is they don't deny the fact that I'm speaking the truth. The only thing they have to say is, "Oh, this guy's 19; he doesn't know what he's talking about." So, and that's a self limiting belief. That's a self limiting belief that they they put on themselves, and then that they're trying to reflect onto other people, right? Because people don't say or do anything that they don't 
that they wouldn't do to themselves, right? And it's it's so true because you see these people um, saying these things, but it's like, bro, you can't even deny the fact that I'm speaking the truth. If we had a debate or an argument, you, they, and that's funny, is I always invite these people to debate with me. All right, cool. Um, show me your podcast. Show me where you speak the truth. Show me where, where your links are. One, they don't have any of those things. One, they don't speak the truth. Um, and even if they even if they didn't, I'd still invite them to talk with me. And they don't even want to do that either, even though they're twice my age, right? And they're in the comment section of a YouTube video. So it tells you a lot about these people who are in the comment section of these of these videos. It's like, bro, you're twice my age and you're talking shit in a comment section on YouTube. What does that tell me? That tells me obviously you have nothing better to do. Like, that's sad, bro. Um, and it is what it is, right? I just, I, I think I have obviously a better understanding than these people because I wouldn't, I would never go in a comment section and talk shit to people ever. Like, that's just so weird to me. Like, when I see people do that, it's like, bro, you're doing exactly what the other person wants you to do. I was literally talking this about Nathan is like, because you give them engagement. Yes, that's like, literally what we're aiming for is we want, yeah, like, you have exactly. to be an, I was literally telling Nathan this a few days ago. I was like, you have to be an idiot to comment and reply to my videos, especially hateful comments. You have to be an idiot to comment hateful shit because all you're doing is you're giving me all your energy. You're showing me that I, I hurt your feelings and you're showing me that I won. And that's it. That's all I'm looking for. Um, so you have to be actually retarded to fucking comment hateful shit on someone's posts. Um, but yeah, going back to it is like these are suffering beliefs that these people have on themselves. Maybe they used to think that I, w I couldn't speak the truth or I wasn't smart enough back then um, to do these things. And it's just, it's super funny to me how these same people are probably still working nine to five. They're probably miserable. Um, they don't have girls in their lives who love them, right? They don't have women in their lives who love them. And it's it's crazy how, how miserable these people are. So it's just interesting how age doesn't really matter, bro. Like even Corey, when I was on the phone with Coach Corey Wayne, he told me like, yeah, dude, age doesn't matter. Actually with... With, with what you're doing now, keep doing it because with age, you're going to get a more a bigger audience. You're going to reach more people and you're already starting now. Like Corey even told me he didn't get this stuff till he's like 30, 35, right? So the fact that I understand this stuff now, even Sterling says like, dude, the fact that you understand this stuff now, that's good. Like that's less shit you have to worry about in the future. Yep. So it's like, bro, so many people, I guess, are, I guess they're jealous. They're salty at the fact that I understand this stuff now. Are you um, saying that like guys who are a lot older than you are jealous or people your age are jealous that you know now? Maybe even both. But I mean, I think it's, it's mostly older guys because I think older like, imagine, guys... Like imagine if like, right, if you could have like, like both of us could have like our minds but we went back like five years. Yeah, I mean, I'd be like, jealous. I'm like, I'm right? still, I'm, whenever I talk shit to like a, a fan or whenever I, I just put some fan on blast for doing some dumb shit. Because you want him to learn something. Yes, because I used to do the same thing that he was doing. Yeah. So really, I'm not getting mad at you guys for asking a question. I'm really getting mad at myself or my past self because that's the dumb shit I used to do as well, right? So it is what is, right? I, I even talk about this in my videos all the time. Is like when I put guys on blast, I'm not putting the fact that you guys are on blast. I'm actually just looking back at myself and like, dude, like, this is what I'd be telling myself, my past self. If I could talk to my past self, this is exactly what I'd be doing. Um, so that's exactly what I do. And I think it, it helps because so many guys are so used to getting this this fairy tale bullshit, these sprinkles, like, pushed up their ass, all these lies told to their face all the time. And I think it's nice once in a while when you hear someone tell you the hard, cold, hard, cold 
brutal truth right to your face. Um, and yes, it, it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. But I think that's what good friends do is they're going to tell you straight up directly to your face. Hey, bro, you're fucking up. Hey, bro, why the fuck are you simping for this this hoe? Right. They're going to tell you this shit straight up to your face and they're not going to be afraid to lose you. Why? Because they value and respect themselves enough to walk away from low quality people. So if you're being a low quality friend and you're simping for some hoe, then yeah, your good friends are going to leave you, bro. Like, I think all of us have experienced this as well. It's like you start simping for a chick and then all your friends, they leave. And then right when the chick breaks up with you, then you start to go hang out with your friends. I've seen this with other guys as well, but it just happens that way. Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, that's a very good point. I know, what's the rule in David Dita's book and The Way Superior Man? It's like, enjoy your friend's criticism because what he says that if a man's ability to accept criticism is a sign of his relationship with masculine energy. Yeah. So if you're like, right, like if someone, you know, calls you out like, like bro, you're simping, like, bro, you're, you're, you're not like, you're going to the gym, but you're just wasting time. Like if a guy calls you out on something, you can either like get butthurt, but that's just like what dudes do. Like you just call each other out when you're doing something that's fucking retarded. Right. So it's, it's just a sign of your ability to accept that, that, that shit talk pretty much. Right. And so that's another thing is like with the daddy issues thing is I, I usually talk about daddy issues with girls, but a lot of guys as well. It's worse well. with guys. Yeah. As guys girls as well. end up as hoes, but with guys they end up in prison. Guys, so yeah. It's worse with end guys. End up in prison, end up as simps, or they end up killing themselves. Yep. So for guys, it, it's pretty bad as well. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's even worse for guys. But yeah, the whole the whole thing is a guy's ability to re- receive massive energy is like a direct correlation with his relationship with his father. Right, so if he had a bad relationship with his father, his ability to receive masculine energy, masculine criticism, um, or do masculine things is is going to be very difficult for him, and he has to he has to do he has to do some work in himself before he can actually value that that criticism, and so you'll notice this about maybe your simp friends in the past, or you'll notice this about guys that you try talking to, if their relationship with their father is bad, non-existent, or the dad's a simp. Right. He's going to have a a very hard time um, receiving masculine energy because he's not used to it. Right. So that that's the one thing is like for guys, that's 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 a huge deal for sure. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, actually, I had this like thought um, when I was having a conversation like a little bit ago. But if you like, obviously, you imitate what your parents relationship looks like. like. You imitate your parents actions. And this isn't just go for what you see them do, but it's actually like, it's a, you, you adopt their lifestyle too. So let's say that your parents make you like your parents are like, your dad's not super alpha. You're not going to eat red meat for dinner, right? Your parents are not going to make red meat for dinner. You guys might make soup or you guys make, might make like soy, some like soybean fucking whatever salads. So you almost have to like, I think probably the best practical advice in those situations would be literally to just change your lifestyle first. Because if you're eating red meats, if you're going out and you're training, it doesn't matter if your parents are not setting a good example because you're naturally going to like have higher testosterone that way. So I think that's actually like a lot better advice. And also because even even like hanging out with Logan, like there's there's things like um like you pay attention to like fluoride and all that. I didn't even realize like that the like the Florian toothpaste was super bad. But this dude's like, yo, like you, you can't be brushing your teeth with, with uh, Crest. He has like, um, what, what's the brand called? 
um uh, what do you oh uh fluoride free toothpaste oh there's like toms yeah um there's some other shit as well yeah it's like even even like doing lifestyle changes like that yeah that's probably a lot better than watching some motivational video that tells you oh you have to like go your own path or, or something like that i feel like an actual like making an actual lifestyle change is probably more important and and if you it's like people are not naturally going to accept it like imagine if you were trying to make someone vegan or make a vegan like eat meat like they're naturally going to be like opposed to it so you just have to like just show show that person and, and a huge lifestyle change for a lot of young dudes is leaving the nest leaving yes. the house bro yes. like the guy who was got the leave. event he definitely, has, definitely he, needs to he whenever like he was like oh yeah i'm gonna travel okay are you wh- yep. where are you traveling to oh i'm traveling this place with who oh my family, family. yep it's like bro it was, like, so his family's like home country when's the longest you've been away from your family Yep. And he couldn't, it's like, it couldn't have been more than a week or two, bro. So the biggest thing for you guys, I think you've realized this as well, is like being away from home. Yes. It actually, it, it makes you, your it breaks your mind free from a lot of um, restrictions or boundaries or I guess rules that your parents have mm-hmm. instilled onto you and like still place onto you. Um, and here's the thing, I'm not telling you guys to disrespect your family. I'm not telling you guys to dis- disrespect your parents. It's... It's just the fact that, hey, mom, dad, I love you, but this is what I'm doing. And I I also love you guys just as much as I love my mission and purpose. And it is what is. So I think that's a very difficult thing for a lot of guys to do because I think they're so upset or they're so so caught up on the fact that their family is going to be upset. Bro, they're going to be upset. Like, it doesn't matter. Like... The kid was telling me like, oh, my, my family wants me to be a doctor. They want me to be a lawyer, but I don't want to do that shit. It's like, Bro, like, then don't do it. Like, what? It's eventually, it's going to be inevitable that, what, what, are you going to wait for your family to die so you go do what you want to do? It's like, what? That's, like, super fake. That's a to- good, so actually that's a very good, like, mental frame to have. Yeah. Like, I, I like to think in the terms, in terms of, in, in, like, the bigger picture. So, I like to think, okay, well, if I'm going to need to do something eventually, why not do it now? Like, for right. example, I, like, told this story before, but... If you're having kids, like you and I, like definitely, like we're eventually going to have sons in the future, right? So when that does happen, like almost every guy, unless he's like total beta, is not going or is is eventually going to have kids. So when that does happen, there's two things. You're one, going to have to be able to actually materially provide for your kids. And two, you're going to have to actually be able to set an example. So if you're not able, like, like think about this. If you wouldn't look up to yourself as a father, you're going to have to change eventually, right? Because you're eventually going to have kids and they're eventually going to have to look up to you. So you're going to have to eventually change. Why not do that now? Why wait? Right? That's like that's like the mental frame I like to think in terms of. And I kind of apply that to a lot of decisions, um, even with things like school. So like going to college was not a decision that I was truly, that I truly, it was a decision that I, I knew was bullshit pretty much the whole time. Right. But my thought was like, okay, cool. I was, I was actually like pretty far ahead. Like I could have finished in two and a half or three years, but my thought was, okay, I know that this would be like, I would know the entire time that's bullshit and I'm going to drop out eventually. So why not just do it now and save myself the time? Like if you're, you know, like if you're, I mean, you could apply this to relationships. I'm sure there's a lot of guys like that's good speaking in terms of relationships. If you're dating a girl, and like, you know that she's going to cheat on you. Just like, you can just look at her actions and you know she's going to cheat on you. Just break up with her. 
Yeah. Like, so the, you know it's going to happen eventually. But the only thing that's stopping guys from doing it now is they don't have the strength or the balls to do it now. Yep. They'd rather let life do it to them rather than them doing it and controlling it. It's actually pretty it's good. Right? They'd, they'd rather let life have full control of the situation. They'd rather have a girl have control of the situation. They'd rather have their parents be in control of their situation, not themselves. Why? Because it's much easier to allow other people into life to control yours. It's much easier to live someone else's purpose than to live yours. It's much easier to get a job and work for your boss rather than be the boss and have people work for you. It is much easier doing those things. But at the end of the day, if you're a strong person, you're strong mind, and you have a self-belief that is so strong, you're not going to allow other people to control your actions. You're not going to allow fear to scare you away from your purpose. You're, not, you're never going to allow the opinions of others to bring you down or or make you or have make you self-doubted, right? And that's one thing we were seeing in The Matrix. We were watching the movie The Matrix pretty recently, and it's a super powerful movie. And it's everything in there is super relatable even to today, even though it was made a while ago. And it's just just the fact of self-belief. Even though there's an oracle, even though there's someone that tells him you are not the one, at the end of the day, his self-belief of him being the one is what made him the one. The reason why he was not the one was because he allowed the oracle to tell him he was not the one. He put the oracle out of position of this is the truth. And that's what, that's, what, that's what literally made him not be the one. And then when he realized he is the one and he is destined, then everything came to reality. So and it's just with self-belief, right? You're going to be told by people that you are not it. You are not him, right? You're going to be told by people you're not special, um, you need to do this. You need to be just like everyone else, right? But if your self-belief is so strong and you genuinely believe, no, I'm, I'm, I was born for something greater, then nothing else is going to be able to stop you. <clears throat> nothing is going to be able to sway you off your path of what you want to do. So self-belief, and that's why, we were that's why I was telling the kid is like, I don't think your parents is the issue. I think the issue is within yourself. You don't believe in yourself because if you believed in yourself, Nothing of the none of these things would be bothering you, and I think that's the issue with so many guys nowadays is self love. Is these guys don't love themselves, they don't respect themselves, and they don't believe in themselves. Because if they did, they wouldn't they wouldn't allow girls to walk all over them. They wouldn't allow parents who don't support them to, you know, blatantly disrespect disrespect them and just use them and be abusive towards them. Because that's what was happening in that kid's situation. Um, and they wouldn't allow these things to happen, right? Because if you have self-love, like, bro, that's, that's the key to everything is self-love. Like, it, it's actually crazy, but it's so true. Right. And that's so, okay. I'm actually like, that's kind of vague. You know what I mean? Mm. What are actual like practical steps that guys can do to love themselves? Right. So easy things like physical actions. If you do love yourself, you're going to want to take care of yourself. You want to take care of your mental health. Right. So you're going to want to do things that makes you happy. You're going to want to do things that makes you feel good and makes you feel purposeful. Right. You don't want to be doing things that makes other people happy. You don't want to make do things that makes other people higher towards their purpose or make their makes their purpose better. Right. You want to do things for you. Right. At the end of the day, if, if you love yourself, but it all begins within the mind. Right. Before you go work out, before you do this, before you do that. It all begins in the mind, right? And it all starts from within because you can't just get jacked from 
fucking just do you have to believe that hey this is what i want and this is what i'm gonna go for and then it happens it's not you just fucking get jacked out of nowhere and then that mindset comes after it's like no these guys had a mindset of i want to get ripped i want to get jacked whatever and then those things came so you have to genuinely believe it and you have to genuinely want it for yourself and then the physical results are going to happen when you take action because when you take action that's the actual truth so you can't just also talk about it all day and say, oh, yeah, I love myself. I'm taking care of myself. You know, I'm on my grind, whatever these I'm I'm, I'm chasing my bag. And then you look at their actions and it's like the complete opposite. Right. So they're not being truthful to themselves. And anyone who actually loves themselves they're they wouldn't lie to themselves like that. They're going to be very truthful to themselves. They're going to look in the mirror and be like, this is what I need to work on. This is what um, I need to do to become a better version of myself. Right. But yeah, it all begins with self-love. And like you said, what's what's the basic, What's how do you know someone's loving themselves? How do you know um, people are taking care of themselves? And it's all, it all goes with the actions. Because even if you're kind of like, ah, I don't really know about this whole self-love thing, but I'm just going to take the actions towards it. You start doing jiu-jitsu, you start eating healthy, you start getting rid of all the bullshit that's making you depressed, you start cutting out all the people, you start cutting out all the, all the low-quality chicks, um, you start hanging around dudes who are high value. I guarantee you start doing all these things. And you're going to say like, wow, this is the action towards loving yourself. And I think just taking those actions and those steps, you're going to start seeing that, hey, these are the results that come when you do these things. And these are the results that happen when you love yourself. So I think they both go hand in hand. It almost sounds like it's a, um, it's like a feedback loop where you think, you think that, oh, I should take care of myself. So you do that. And then that makes you like love yourself more. So it's like it's yeah. a cycle, right? Right. So it sounds like it sounds like almost the um, the first step is like you just have to like take the action, and then you'll see like okay, shoot, like I go to the gym. Okay, shoot, now I feel better about myself. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the gym again. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then it just cycles upwards. So actually, I I thought it was pretty interesting when you were talking about, um, you made like an Instagram post where you're talking about like, they they want you to not have a plan, and I think that's almost why, God is being destroyed. Why people like why you know atheism is being promoted because what does like God do? God like gives people hope and gives people the like when there's God, you're here for a reason, and when you're here for a reason, it's not like you're not an accident. That's what like religion teaches is like we're here for a purpose, we're not just like an accident. And when you destroy religion, you're able to put in people's minds, oh, yeah, the entire world was just an accident. You're just an accident. You should go through life like an accident. Not really having a plan for things, not really having a purpose for what you're doing. Just kind of going, going with the flow, going with whatever direction um, you feel like going in, which is really just like a manipulation tactic. If you can give someone, you can tell someone, oh yeah, there's, yeah, don't worry about like your purpose. Just do what I tell you. It's like you have them under your control. So that's what I think like the, the whole reason why like there's so much programming that is anti-religion. Like even... It doesn't even have to be like Christian or Islam. It's just like even religion in general is being completely demonized because it gives people a sense of purpose. It gives people a sense that they're not just an accident. And I had this thought pretty recently. It was, let me not fuck this up. I had this thought pretty recently. Like nothing good happens by accident, right? If you go to the gym and you see a guy who's super jacked and you ask him, well, bro, how did you like get so big? He's not going to say, oops, it's just not going to happen. You ask a guy, right, if you, you're like, if you see someone driving a really nice car and you ask them, hey man, like you, you drive a nice car, you have a lot of money, like what do you do? How'd you get that money? He's not going to say, I don't know. I just found it. Oops. 
right? So we know that getting muscle and getting money are not things that you can do by accident, right? And these are very small things in the, the grand scheme. So if getting money and getting muscles are something that you have to deliberately do, does it make sense that the entire world isn't an accident? Like, it, it doesn't. If the smallest things that are good, that are complex, have to be done intentionally, then it only makes sense that the whole world has to be made intentionally. Like, that's my thought. Yeah, I mean, even if you look around the world, like, that, that's literally what we talked about, like, the first two days when you got here was we're sitting at the cafe talking about religion and how every giant corporation, every every agenda is against is against religion, is trying to destroy religion. All the people who are super self-destructive, all the people who don't love themselves, just so happens that they're not religious. Right. So Because that that's what destruction is. Like like think if you think about like what is God in the Bible, God is the creator. Right. And since man is made in God's image, we're meant to, you know, imitate God. So what what do people do? Like what do people like doing? People like to create. If you look at like civilizations all throughout the world, people built people just built shit. Like what's the reason why? Like we could have stayed in caves just hunted, but for whatever reason, people just decided to build shit. Like why is that? I think the reason why is because we're made in God's image, right? And God's a creator. So we want to be creators as well. And that's what ultimately gives people satisfaction. Like, I mean, what, like yeah. what are we doing right now, bro? We're creating a podcast. I mean, even the basic, the most basic thing of creation is creating people. Correct. Like, and they try so hard to, to stop people from creating people. Um, that's why you see these large corporations pushing abortion. It doesn't matter if you're for or against abortion. All that matters is you start to see that this is the agenda. And once you see the agenda, it's very difficult to not see it. Because once you understand that, oh, these corporations don't actually care about these girls getting raped and having a baby. They just care about the fact that they make more money when these chicks have an abortion. But they right. just like to use that argument to get the <laughs> hearts and minds of these girls to fall in the trap of working for them and making more money for these companies. These companies do not give a fuck about these chicks. And it's kind of funny because and I think Andrew Tate even talks about this all the time is like, they were able to brainwash these girls so hard into making these girls think that that the that the dude who actually loves them and cares for them is the bad guy. The guy who wants to take them out of the work, take them out of college, and take care of them is the bad guy. And they were able to make girls think from feminism that that's bad and they need to go work, and they need to go to college, and they need to go to school, and they need to spend 20 years of their life until they're 30, 40, working for some other dude who doesn't yep. give a crap about them. Yep. And that's, dude, they finesse the fuck out of so many girls with I mean, feminism. It's, they, they, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest finesse. It's, it's the business. business. Hey, hey, nothing personal. It's just business, man. More money in my right. pockets, right? So it's like, yeah. the companies, they don't care, man. It's just business. Hey, if we if we can get these girls to hate the guys that are making money and winding care of them so we can make more money, cool. Yep. Like, that's do that because that's more money in our, in our pockets. So, like, hey. it's it's literally just like, like profit versus loss. Like, the reason that abortion is promoted is because think about this: what is more expensive for a company to pay for, an abortion or maternity leave? That's the reason why they pay for abortion, just because it's cheaper. Why is it promoted for women to get careers? Do businesses actually care? No, it just means cheaper labor. If you can double the the workforce, you can half the salaries. It's as simple as that. It's not. There's, there's no actual like reason. There's no like ethical reason. There's no, there's, they're not like, they don't actually care about the world. It's literally just because they make more money that way. That's it. 
It's just a business. Yep. Um, and so when, when I explain this to, so, to girls and I break it down for them, they start to realize, oh, fuck. Like, I'm, I'm, what do I do when I'm in college? I think a lot of, I've actually inspired a lot of girls to actually wake up. Um, and a lot of them always come to me like, what do I do? I'm in college right now. I'm, tr- I am working for another man. It's like, well, you need to, you need to not only find a good quality dude, but you need to become a good quality person yourself. You need to start taking care of yourself. Cut out the fucking, the alcohol, the vaping, all that shit. Like, especially if you're sleeping around with a bunch of dudes, if you're partying nonstop, it's like, bro, it's not going to help you. Um, and you just need to be a good quality female. You need to be a nice, healthy, feminine feminine energy to a very masculine guy, which is what you guys want in the first place. So a lot of girls always come to me asking for advice and help um, since they realize this shit. And the biggest thing is like these girls were set up for, for failure, maybe because their their parents told them that they need to go to college and school because their their parents fell for the feminism scam. Dude, everybody, everybody like believes they're just the shit they're told. Like, Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for girls and it's even harder for girls is, uh, yeah, because they they all they need they need a protector. They need a guy to take care of them, um, and so they need to just be that girl that guys are attracted to, and a good quality girl that is loyal to the to a dude who can can provide for them. Um, but sadly, so many girls they think that being a, a wifey material is a girl who makes her own money and is knowledgeable. It's like, bro, we don't care about any of those things bro like you've been lied to your whole entire life we do not care that you go to college and work and we don't care that you're working for some other dude we do not care like at all um so i think girls you understand like dude like obviously you guys find certain guys attractive and it just so happens that these dudes you find attractive don't want you back why because you're not the girl that they want to actually marry Sure, they'll have sex with you, but they're never gonna wife you up or date you. So that's just the reality. Is you need to be that's, a girl. That's like the that's the psyop or that that's the um, it's almost like more difficult. It's almost like dating is more difficult in a sense for girls because they're lied to. Guys yeah. have to actually face reality. Guys are told like, bro, like because if a guy is not getting feedback from women, he's doing something wrong immediately. Yeah, that's why I say the girls, guys. Hit the girls the wall. can get. Right, girls have um, what's it called with the options? It's called like the illusion of choice, because a girl can easily be hit up by hundreds of dudes who want to smash. But yeah, and they're being told that's success. Right, for them. But the real success is like how many of those guys want to marry you? Not, it's like yeah, not only how many how many of those guys like want to take you seriously. How many of those guys who want to take you seriously are actually the kind of guys that you'd like? Because I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of like sims who would who would wife her up, but like well, obviously, it, anyway. obviously it's the guy she's sleeping with that she wants. To marry, right. but they don't want to marry her. So that's why when I, on that podcast, when the girl was like, "Oh, I'm sleeping with all seven of these dudes," I'm like, "Okay, but how many of those seven dudes want to marry you? And how many of those dudes want to be seen in public with her?" Yeah, bro, fucking zero, bro. Yeah. So especially <laughs> with that thing, yeah. with that thing over there, yeah, fuck no. Um, but yeah, so basically, I always say this in my podcast: is guys hit the wall way sooner than girls. Guys hit the wall. I'm pretty sure 16, 17, 18. Some guys are even hitting the wall at 15, 14 years old. I see guys in my DMs who are 15, 14, 16 telling me like, bro, just got through my heart. I just went through a heartbreak and listened to your podcast. Thank God I had your podcast because it totally woke me up. So by hitting the wall, you mean like realizing that they've been lied to. Correct. The wall is realizing you've been lied to. Gotcha. It's realizing that everything you've believed is a bunch of bullshit, but you don't really realize it's a bunch of bullshit until 
you experience something that is not aligned with what they've been telling you. And that's why so many guys are confused nowadays because they're being told that, hey, it, uh, it, from the Disney movies, they're being told this one thing that is chase the girl, pursue her, buy her all these gifts, text and FaceTime all the time, and then she's going to love you. But they're getting confused by the actions of these girls because they do this and the actions tell these dudes that she doesn't like you. But she's telling you she likes you, but in reality, you know she doesn't like you. So which one do you listen to? So that's what I'm telling you is you, that's why so many guys have to get over the fact that girls will say one thing but do another. And this is with the world as well. It's like people will also, fake people will also just tell you one thing but do another. And you always have to look at their actions. The reason why girls do that is not that because they're fake. It's because they're emotional. They don't want to hurt your feelings, right? But you have to look at the Disney movies, all that shit. They, they are genuinely lying to you because they know that guys are going to get confused, right? So guys hit the wall right when they get a heartbreak. Guys hit the wall when they realize they've been lied to. Now for girls... They don't realize this on average until they're out of college, they're done working for, for some dude, they're done with all the parties, and now they're 30, 35, 40, and now they want to have kids, they want to get married. And they realize they hit the wall because when they want to get married and find some dude, no one wants to marry them. No one wants to have kids with them. No guy wants to take them seriously. And all the guys who do want to take them seriously, they are not attracted to these guys because these guys are complete beta male simps so that's the catch for women is they've been lied to and they realize that holy fuck i've been lied to my whole entire life to go to college to go work so that's the sucky thing is for girls yeah they they think that success is having sex or a lot of guys are attracted to them and they're they're a girl boss right that, that's what they've been told is success but in reality that's not what actually dictates their happiness because they deep down are not happy with those things you're going to be much happier having kids and having a family and a guy who genuinely loves you and cares for you and having kids. So, but they don't realize it until they're 30 and 40. And by that time, it's too late. And that's why it's like, oh, fuck. That's why it's kind of like oof, oof moment for all these chicks. Because it's like, dude, these girls are not realizing this shit until they're 30, 40. And it's like when I get a bunch of hate comments from these girls, it just so happens that most of them are under 30, 40. And a lot of the girls who love my content are around 30 and 40 because they realize they hit the wall and now they're they're praising me for saying this shit because they're realizing wow if i heard this shit sooner it's the same i, I would have been able to help the same thoughts that we're having it's like cool yeah. bro i should be able to send this message to my my past self i would save i would have saved so much time doing yeah. that yeah i would be so much farther ahead if i learned this shit yep. when i was fucking 15 um but, but all, hey. the, all the lessons the things like looking at people's actions and not their words like the, the good thing about your podcast is that you use like dating as clickbait because it's obviously the, the first pain point that almost every guy has is with girls. Yep. But what you do, that's actually, like a, it's pretty smart. And a lot of YouTubers use this. You turn it into a larger lesson. So you say, okay, look at people's, look at girls actions and not, or yeah, look at their actions and not their words. And then you say, okay, cool. Now do this on a larger scale and you can apply this to like pretty much anything, yep. right? Look at like politicians. Okay. They're saying X, Y, Z. Look at what stocks they're buying. They're doing yep. something completely different. Yep. So when you look at their actions, you can see what they're actually thinking as opposed to what they're just telling the public. Yep. They tell you worry about COVID. Yep. Be fearful of COVID. Or, and then there's or videos global of warming. Them. They talk about global yep. warming, but they buy beachfront property. Yep. All total, the time, bro. Total psyop. Yep. You see them fucking talking about COVID. Be scared of COVID. Be scared of of all these flus and shit, and then you see them walk around no mask, walk around in public areas, going on their jets, 
they're talking about fossil fuels all the time. But guess what? All of them have private jets. All of them have gas cars. Um, they talk about guns. Guns are bad. And then guess what? They have a full security team of people who have guns, right? So you have to look at their actions. But so many people have been told, right? And the Matrix talks about this as well. You've been told since the beginning of time to not even trust your own eyeballs, but to trust people who have authority. Teachers, doctors, politicians, these are the people with authority, even your own family, the news. You've been told these people are the people you should be listening to. Not your own eyeballs, even though you might see everything that is completely different than what people say. Do you see a pandemic? Say. Do you see people dying? Is this the Black Plague yeah. where 30% of Europe dies and people are fucking being wheeled at, in wheelbarrows in the middle of the street? Yep. No, it's, it's not happening. No. Nope. It's, like it's just not true. So, but it's so crazy to me how so many people, and this is when you truly become an individual free thinker, is when you stop looking for statistics on Google, you yep. stop looking for data, you stop looking at all these things, but you just look at the world with their own two eyes. This is what I see, and this is true, because this is what I'm seeing. This is what I feel around me in the world. And this is what so many guys feel, is when they, when they have a feeling, a gut feeling that, Mm, this girl is a hoe. This girl said that she wants to hang out with her guy friends, but I don't feel right about it. But they're being told by society and the, and their her girlfriends that, oh, if you care, you're being insecure, you're being a yep. pussy, you're being weak, you're being controlling, right? But the guy deep it's down, he feels. this. Test. I get so many messages from guys like, I don't feel right about my girlfriend hanging out with her guy friends. Good. Good. That's yeah. that's probably because you. it's true. Your yep. gut is going to tell you the truth about every little thing. And you've, been to, even, and you've been told to not even trust yourself. You've been told to tr not even trust yourself, not even trust your own eyeballs, not even your own gut. But you've been told to trust everything else. Right? So no wonder these guys also don't have the self-belief and the belief in themselves. Because they, they've never experienced the power of when you do trust your gut. When I started trusting my gut and when I started seeing the truth with my own two eyes, I've been accurate about every little thing. Even when it comes to guys, when it comes to girls, if I don't feel right about a certain situation, I'm just not going to do it. Sure, they could be offering me loads and loads of money. If I don't feel right about it, no, I don't care about it. I don't care about the amount of money. I don't care about how hot the girl is. I don't care about how much status this dude has. I don't care. If I don't feel right about this guy or this girl or the situation, I'm not going to trust it. I'm not going to going to put myself in that position. So, so many guys have been lied to to just trust, trust, trust these people because she's hot. Trust this doctor because I don't know. He's he's got this title of being a doctor. Oh yeah, trust this, trust this guy because he went to college. It's like no, dude. Yep. Like you have to trust your gut. You have to trust what you see with your own two eyeballs. Stop trusting what these politicians say. Stop trusting what the news. Says. All all that stuff can be very easily faked. Like that's easily. that's yeah. the truth. I mean, just just look into like. You know, it, it, it's just like credibility indicators. There's things like a title, like a doctor. There's things like being shown on TV. Like it's all just a, it's a credibility indicator. Like they just, it's an authority bias. It triggers something in your mind that says, okay, cool. This person looks like someone I respect. So I'm going to listen to them. Like it's, you just have to look at like someone's actual credentials and be like, okay, cool. Is this someone I should listen to or not? Right. And that's, that's one thing is like why I also created Alpha's Only Club was because I wanted to have people who who could also give advice on certain situations just because they've gone through it themselves. And that's the cool thing is like what Sterling was talking about on the podcast the other day was like when you have convert, was it converging? Um, I think you called it, what was it? Convergent. Let's, let's say it's convergent thinking. It might be called something else. Right. But yeah. But. So basically when you have guys from different areas around the world all coming together one place and they all speak the truth and you realize, wow, all these guys are saying something that is very similar and very true. Yep. What does that mean? 
it must be true, especially if it's all over right. the world, different guys from different cultures, different guys who are different heights, they look different, hot, ugly, whatever. If they're all coming to the same conclusion, it's true, despite what we've been told. So that's the cool thing about Alpha's Only Club and these other communities of men is like, once, once guys come together and they speak their truth, they all start to realize, oh shit, that's why they want us locked down. That's why they don't want us having a brotherhood. That's why they want us alone in our house with just our wives. Because when guys come together, that's when shit gets done. When guys come together, that's when fucking revolutions happen. That's when fucking countries are taken over. And they do not want that shit. That's why they try so hard to get rid of brotherhoods. That's why they try so hard to get rid of communities like mine or Andrew Tate's. So you have to understand is why would they be trying so hard to get rid of these things? Why would they be trying so hard to ban Logan? I've been banned so many times on so many platforms. Why are they trying so hard to ban Andrew Tate? Why are they trying so hard to put these guys in jail? It's because when you have a, a, a person that can build a community of guys, when you have someone that can create a community of dudes and put them all together, that's a huge worry for the system, for the fucking matrix, whatever you call it, right? That's a huge worry to them. They do not like it. Yeah, it's just power games. If if someone was like if if every like let's say Logan's if 100% of what Logan was saying was totally false, it just didn't even make sense, they wouldn't be canceling him. Right. It, it doesn't like it would just be it would just be noise, right? But the reason that he is canceled is because he's saying something that is an uncomfortable truth for a lot of people. They don't like that. People don't like to be uncomfortable, you know. They will I mean, dude, we, can, we can make somebody like analogies to the Matrix. What do they say? People are so hopelessly dependent upon a system that they will die to protect it. People, people like when you have like a thought, when you have a like certain like worldview, it takes a lot of work to change that. So if someone comes along and says, "Hey, your worldview is wrong," it's a lot easier to say, "Yeah, um, I don't. Let's cancel that guy," instead of actually looking internal and being like, "Okay, shoot, maybe he was right, and maybe I was wrong." That's that hurts your ego. That's that's hard. It, it actually requires you to think so people don't want to do that that's what yep. my thought is yep 100 percent. yeah i got a couple more uh specific questions we talked a little bit about self-love i want to ask you a little bit about like stress tolerance okay. so you might have a little bit of uh things to say from like your work <laughs> but i i personally believe that if you're like if you're doing business that it, it requires you to be able to handle a lot of stress if you're doing pretty much anything that is of value you have to be able to tolerate a level of stress what are some things that guys can do to build up like stress tolerance? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so easy thing is like put yourself in stressful situations. So starting a business um, and, and even spending a lot of money, um, investing in yourself, um, moving, traveling, taking big risks. These are all very stressful things, but they're actually beneficial. Like I could tell you, um, oh, yeah, just go go to war and go go fight some random people yeah. on the streets like okay that's yeah that might be stressful but it's kind of retarded like let's do some stressful things that actually benefit you in the long run so if it might be investing a bunch of money into yourself even though it might be your last dollars fucking fuck it right or it might be you know doing or taking risks in your business right these are all beneficial things you're going to learn from it's not actual like there's not very very many like physical repercussions for these things um the reason why i say that is because the things that I do outside of, of podcasting are very stressful things that do have physical repercussions. And I've also realized that you can still get that same stress level and same stress tolerance through even starting a business um, and, and doing certain things and, and going your own path. Um, you don't always have to put yourself in physical 
stress. Obviously, it's good. You still want to work out. You still want to go to jiu-jitsu. You still want to train. Um, but, yeah, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, so actually, it was pretty interesting. Like, I think I've always done certain things to, like, increase my stress tolerance. Like, I always, I mean, it's what David Dita says. He's like, live, live on your edge. Yep. Always be, like, pushing that edge. Yep. And I think that's where like guys are most satisfied because when you're just like sitting comfortably, like it's, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. And that's when you're most attractive to women as well. Right. Or when you're, when you're living on your edge, you mean? Yeah. Girls find that shit super attractive. When you're in the borderline of death and when you're in the borderline of doing crazy shit, that's when you're like, that's at your peak, most attractive to women because you're so focused on getting the job done. You're so focused on things that are just keeping you alive like that's what's super super attractive to women you're not focused on a bunch of bullshit like even them like they don't want you to be focused on girls or even them they want you to be focused on, on something much bigger than yourself um and that's that's something that's very very attractive to women um and just living on your edge is, is something that is super super important for you and especially um for women to find you attractive for sure yeah it's pretty interesting Let's see. I had some other ones. Um, so we actually talked a lot off camera, some things that we can't say, but we talked a lot off camera about how like simpy guys about like beta males being in positions of authority. So yep. we talked about how in like certain um, environments, it, it naturally attracts beta males or simpy guys to a position of authority because they don't have authority anywhere else. Yeah. There's some guys who they're not, they're not really respected in the real world. And they're not respected in their relationships. So where, at home. so where can they, where can they, um, get that power or authority? Right. If they don't get it at home or in the real world, oh, at work, at yep. their job, because when they become that position or the manager or the boss or a higher rank, that's when they become more of a tyrant, right? Because they, this is the only place where they have authority. That's why they try to make pe people's lives super miserable. And you guys will see this at any job you guys have, any workplace. And obviously in the future, I could go in depth a little bit more. But yeah, in certain workplaces, in certain environments, you'll start to see that a lot of these miserable leaders or these miserable um, bosses will always, always be the most um, power hungry in these situations. Because this is the only place and time where they have power and control of you. Maybe because you signed a contract with them. Maybe because you need the money. Maybe because you have a family to take care of. And this is where they get you, is where you can't just quit that job because you have other things to worry about. And so that's where these bosses and these, <clears throat> these dudes who are super miserable try to take control of your life. And Fortune also talked about this with his coaches as well. Is like the, his coaches would like really be super, I don't know, they would be super disrespectful. Like, like track coaches. Yeah, yeah, they would be super disrespectful and shit like that. Because they weren't they weren't getting respected at home and they didn't have authority at, at home They were complete simps in their relationship And so the only time where they can feel good and feel that power is In positions where they where they have leverage over you, right? Because they they would tell fortune us. Hey, if you don't do this thing uh, We're gonna take your scholarship away We're gonna take that funding away for that that thing that you want and we could do that because we're the coaches We're the boss We're the, we're the leader, right? We're higher ranked than you. We could do this and so it gets a lot of guys. That's where the dick sucking contests begin of, of life is when, when they have these things over you and when they can hold these things against you. 
So how does like, how does someone go about like, what does someone do in that situation? How do you deal with that? Bro. So that's the thing is you have to have options. You have to have options. You have to have abundance because if you don't have other options, then guess what? That's your only option. That's and what, that's what, that's with girls. Life. And so when girls realize that you're the only option or she's your only option, then she's going to, she's going to walk all over you. She's going to test you more. She's going to shit test you more. And she's going to be, she's going to misbehave more because she knows that you're not going to have anything else. And so when businesses and jobs are realizing that you are a catch and they want you to work for you, guess what? They start treating you better. They start respecting you more. It's kind of funny how that works is you, you would think that the jobs would want you to only, only be their option. Like you would think that they would like that, but no, they, when they see that you, that, that job is your only option, they walk all over you. They start to disrespect you more. They start paying you less. They start giving you more hours, right? You start to realize when you have options, these companies and businesses will actually pay you more. They'll give you better hours, better salary, whatever. They'll respect you more. They'll put you in higher positions because they know that if they don't, you have the balls to walk away and never look back because you have options. And the same thing with girls. This is why I talk about you have to have options. You have to have the balls to walk away because when girls realize you have other chicks, when girls realize you have other options, maybe even better options, guess what? The girls will behave better. They'll respect you more and they will treat you like a catch because you know you're a catch and that's why you have options in the first place. So that's the biggest thing is that's, that's another thing is like it when I talk about girls, it doesn't only relate to girls. It might even relate to work, life, business, getting a better job. It relates to so many other things in life. But so many guys don't catch on to that until later, which it is what it is. But these are all things that I speak about in my podcast and these are all ide ideologies and a mindset that you can apply not only to your to your girlfriends or your girl girl life, whatever your relationship life, but to your business and work life. So like in a situation like that, do you actually, I would imagine you'd actually have to have value. Like let's say you, you go to your boss and you're like, yeah, well I have these other, other jobs lined up and you're not actually helping out the company in your first job. Your boss is just gonna be like, okay, fuck off then, right? So in order to be able to have those options, you have to actually have value, like correct? Well, here's the thing. So you don't even have to tell them that I have other options. If they know you're good, they're going to want to keep you there. If they true. know that you're good, they, they know that there's other people who want you. That's true. Right? So if you're just good at your job and you don't let's even say, have to Let's say you're good at your job, right? Like we're, we'll use the job example, right? Let's say you're good at it, but you're not seeking other employment. Yeah. You're, that's, not, you're, that's, not, you're not applying to other jobs. Because so that, that's an issue. So, you, but you don't realize you're good enough. So what, what ends right. up happening is... They know you're good, but you right. don't know you're good. So right. that's why they play they're, they're, you. It's a mind game, yeah. Right. So, but if you know you're good, and you know that I'm gonna be a little bit more selective. I'm gonna be more selective with the girls. I'm gonna be more selective yeah. with the job. Then guess what? They're gonna start giving you more bonuses. Oh, oh, we'll do this. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'll think about it. Oh, okay, okay. We'll we'll give you more bonus. Okay, that that, that seems about right. But how about we do this? Okay, 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 right? So they can just tell by your demeanor. Right. If you know your. They work. could tell if you have other options. And same with girls. Uh, I'm not really because into you girls. Don't, you don't who, outright tell your boss, yeah, I'm going to fucking leave if you don't. Yeah, do you this. don't. Same thing with girls. You don't tell a girl, I'm just going to have sex with another girl if you don't behave. No, you tell them, uh, I'm not really into, almost, I'm not really into girls who have social media. I'm not really into girls who do these yep. things. And then they're like, oh shit, I need to do something. I need, okay, it's okay. It's all talk. So it's almost like a, a mind game when you're, or no, we were saying you don't want to openly just say, oh yeah, I can, I'll just fucking quit this job or I'll leave you because. In that situation, you're just all talk. Like, let's say that you say, okay, I'm going to quit the job and you don't. 
now the job knows that you're just all talk. So this is another thing with girls is you have to be that guy in the very beginning or else it's very difficult. So same with girls. Like you can't be, be dating one girl and then a year later into the relationship you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start dating other girls. And she's yep. like, no, you're not. Like she, she's going to call you out on your shit a lot more right. than if that's who you were in the very beginning. And the same thing if you're going to bring up like threesomes, foursomes and shit and other girls in the relationship. Yeah, that has to be who you are in the very beginning. That's the one thing me and Sterling talked about on, on the previous podcast we did, or, or the, the second podcast we did. Um, not the third one or the first one, but <laughs> yeah, fucking, um, that's, that's some of the shit we talked about um, there. Another thing as well is with your jobs, that's how you have to be before you even go into that job. You have to be more selective. You have to be a little bit more aloof, like you don't really care. What's going to end up happening is they're going to realize you don't need the job. You're just looking to see if it fits for you. And then they're going to make sure that they, that they fit, that you can get in their job because they fit what you're, what you're looking for. Right. So that's, that's just all negotiations and life yep. is all about negotiating. And so the first impressions like absolutely matter. Right. And so you don't get what you deserve in life. You only get what you negotiate. So like you said, is the guy might be really good, but he doesn't realize his own value. Right. The guy, you might be a catch, but you don't realize your own value. So if you don't realize your own value, how can anyone else? If you don't love yourself, how can anyone else? Same with the girls, your friends, anything in life. If you don't do these things internally in yourself, how can anyone else? So that's a huge thing for guys. Yeah, so I want to ask, like, how do you actually, because we're, we're speaking in, like, sort of generalities. How do you, I'll share how I do, but how do you share, how do you, like, sort of let a girl know that, like, okay, cool, I'm not going to be the one and only? Because what's, I mean, you talked about, like, what Sterling does. He's, like, he, he jokingly asks, like, oh, how many kids can you give me? Mm -hmm. Right? I'll just say, like, um, like, you know, I've, I've, like, done this before, like, after we smash. Like, like sometimes a girl will be, like, okay, cool. Um, like, oh, if I, if I see another girl with you, I'm going to, like, slash your tires, blah, 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 blah. I'll just be like, hey, I want to let you know I, I always got room for one more. Yep. I just yep. use that Corey Wayne yep. line. It works. It right? works every single time, bro. Do you do, you do that, too? Do you use yeah, I, I, use, I use that line or? a lot, especially because when a girl starts to like you and a girl is into you, she's going to start asking you questions like, are you seeing anyone else? Are you dating right. any girls? And you're just going to be like, hey, listen, shorty, fucking I always have room for one more, right? And yep. they're going to know that you're not bragging about it, but you're also no. not hiding it either. Right. Because um, you don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm like fucking like 10 other girls. It's like, ooh, that's kind of fucking nerdy to say that. That's kind of cringy. You kind of want to be more aloof, more low-key, because guys who understand the game kind of go undercover. Girls, obviously, are always undercover. So if you can match that energy of what they say, then they're going to be like, oh, shit, this guy actually understands women, right? Um, so usually when a girl is on a date, usually the first or second date, like or when I'm hanging out with a chick, she's always going to ask, are you seeing other girls? How many girls did you get off this app? Or how many other girls are you texting on Instagram? Like, listen, shorty, fucking gentlemen never kiss and tell, right? And so she's going to know right away that, hey, fucking he has other options, obviously, especially if you have a nice social media. She's going to look at your following. She's going to look at who's following you, whatever. Do not fucking, don't completely lie about it either, fucking, because it's actually only going to hurt no, you. No, because that, that's like simpy behavior. Yeah. If you you're actually like just No, no, I'm, I'm only talking yeah. to you. I'm not talking to anyone else. She's like, But oh. have you made that mistake in the past? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because right. I've been told, I was used to be told my entire life that girls find it more attractive or girls want to be your one and only, right? Which and is, then you, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but when you say that directly, that you're the only girl I'm talking to, they're like, yep. ooh, that's kind of weird. I, the girls want you to be talking to other girls because then they're going like, to actually what else, value it's it. It's like, like, why? Because they're right. actually going to value it when you're talking to other girls and you still choose her over the rest. Like, she wants to know well, that. If, if no other girls want you, she'll be like, 
Well, why? It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a red this flag. Weird. Like, yeah. Fuck. If why are why are why are no other girls find this guy attractive? Um, that's and it's funny because when girls find you attractive, she's gonna be trying way harder to please you. She's gonna be trying way harder to text and call you, hang out with you more. It's like the job, dude. It's just like the job. So it's like everything applies the same way of having right. an abundance mindset. It's like it, it all goes with that. So having an abundance mindset is super super important. Yeah. So actually, I. You live in like you live in California. Mm-hmm. It's very like, abundant. There's a lot of very abundant place. There's yeah. a lot of population, and a good number of guys. I mean, I come from St. Louis. It's like there's a good number of population, but I even know guys in AOC who live in like Bumfuckville, who live like literally like there's not a lot of population. Do you think it's almost more difficult to have an abundance mindset? Not even just for like dating and relationships, but for anything, when you know that there's the same two thousand or five hundred people in your town. You think that's like that's gonna be more difficult? Yeah, I mean it's always gonna be more difficult. If you just look at logistics, like numbers yep. wise, you're gonna come across way less people, that's which true. means less business partners, less friends, less girls you can meet up with, obviously less girls you're gonna see on dating apps. It's just logistics, man. So if you live in a small town, logistically speaking, you're gonna see less people. Now the quality might be better though. Like I don't know. I think the quality might be better in these states and these cities, but if you're looking for quality to build up that I mean, there's, there's trash shows everywhere. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, so there's trash shows everywhere anyway. So, yeah, but if you're looking for abundance of trash hoes, then <laughs> come I mean, to California. You know what I mean? So fucking go to Miami, man. So it is what it is. Obviously, there's girls, there's good girls hiding everywhere, but um, you're not going to find them on social media. You're not going to find them on dating apps. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the thing you said about, like, business, um, like, business partners is pretty true because, like, even just the number of podcasts that you've been on is, like, there's just people, like, coming and going, but they're all coming to L.A. Yeah. There's yeah. all like all circling around Los Angeles. So I, was, I noticed that was definitely pretty interesting. Um, and I wanted to ask, like, have you found like since you've been blown up on TikTok, have you found it easier to like network with people like to do podcasts or even like things other than podcasts? Yeah. So that's the thing is like once you start getting numbers and once you start getting views and shit, guys are gonna, guys are going to start hitting you up to be on their show. Guys are going to start noticing you more. Um, even girls, obviously. But yeah, business partners and shit, because it is what it is. It's just like logistics. Like, oh, this guy's blowing up. Cool. I want to. I want to be a part of that. You know, um, but it's it's always better. It's always cooler when you have guys who reach out to you, guys who actually want to do videos with you before you're even famous. Because once you're famous, everyone's gonna want to start reaching out to you. Like it is what it is. But it's it's really cool when you have guys who reach out to you. Like even Sterling. Sterling fucking. He he did a video with me even though I wasn't I wasn't famous. I did a video with him before he was famous. I did a video with Sterling when he had thirty thousand subscribers. Like I did, he did a view with me when I had like what three thousand, four thousand subscribers. So it's just because we are branding a line and our our content line, and we're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. That's cool, right? It's like obviously when you start blowing up on social media, you're gonna get loads and loads of people hitting you up. Like that one chick who called me the other night, wanted me to hop on her podcast. Um, dudes are always gonna reach out to you, hop on. Hey, bro, can we do a podcast? Can we do a video? It's like. Now it's like too many shows. I can't fucking. We was, we've been hopping on shows like left and right. Fucking, we've been doing shit. It's like fuck. It's crazy. Um, because I have very limited time as well. I don't even. I don't even do this shit full time. So I have extremely limited time when it comes to this stuff. So that's why I try to filter out for dudes that I've been talking to for a while. For a while. Like Defund Simping. We used to do videos together before, <laughs> before uh, YouTube and and Spotify. We should used to do like duets together on fucking tiktok and shit which is kind of funny um but yeah we used to, we used to do that shit um together all the time so doing it with dudes that you that were at your level when you're first starting is super cool 
I think it's, that's pretty awesome. But it's it's inevitable that you're gonna you're gonna start getting guys reaching out to you once you start blowing up. But um, it's always good to value those those first those first few guys who helped you out in the beginning for sure. Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to talk about like, well, actually, there, there's something with that. When you got like canceled, did you see almost like people? Have you had you done collabs with people before you got canceled? Any collabs yeah, a few guys. Um, I, I think I told you about a few guys I used to do collaborations with, and they were trying to tell me just, just hide, disappear, yep. fucking. <laughs> but obviously, um, it just didn't feel right, right? So like, even though these guys were telling me these things, one guy though, uh, Bulldog Mindset, um, when I was getting canceled, he actually really helped me, um, because he's obviously done this stuff for a long time. Um, he was just giving me tips and advice. Okay, like obviously don't interact with these people. It's just it's a waste of your energy and your time. It's like okay, cool. Like he was just giving me advice of what felt right in the first place, and it, it's just nice when you have someone who's gone through it tell you the same thing that kind of already aligns with who you are. That's like okay, cool. That's that's the right thing to do. That's why you need like a brotherhood. That's why in like an AOC or any other community, it's like bro. But specifically AOC is like we have a lot of young dudes and a lot of young dudes. Don't cannot reach these these high value dudes that they that they have to pay to talk to right. These guys don't have ten thousand five thousand dollars to speak to people, but they have fifty dollars to spend, and that's where AOC is going to help these guys because for fifty dollars a month you're you're going to be able to contact dudes and seek advice from guys like me, you, you're in Discord, a bunch of other dudes who are in Discord who have gone through certain situations. So when you come across these situations, you get advice like that instantly, twenty four seven on certain situations or your current situation. So that's the one thing I like about AOC. And when you when you were getting canceled, you texted me. I called you up. Yeah, and I was there, right? So it's like, that's that's the cool thing about. And you're like, bro, don't worry, don't even worry about it. Yeah, and it's, it's nothing. Right, exactly. So it's like, okay, cool. Like once you have someone that's like, okay, cool. Like don't worry about it. It's like, okay, yeah, right. Because like you can you can know the right answer, but if you actually just like talk to someone, then like yeah, like bro, just just do X Y Z. Okay, cool. Right. Now I know like a real person. Like cause you can, you can watch a YouTube video about something, but it's, it's just not the same. So yep. that's pretty cool. I also want to talk about like female teammates. Mm. So a lot of, um, you know, like in a uh, Michael Sartain's course, he talks about having like female friends and like female teammates. Like, what do you think about all that? Yeah. So I don't really know much about Michael Sartain. I, I should probably start watching more videos about him. Um, cause a lot of people talk about him, but he, I, a few, the few things I've heard about him is he, he usually, he very well, um, not uses them, but he, yeah, I guess utilizes. It, 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 it utilizes, right? Yeah, we'll he utilizes them um, to towards his advantage right. uh, for marketing and finding more girls, more guys, whatever, more high value people, which is super smart, right? Um, and I think a lot of red pill dudes they think that all girls have to offer is sex. You'll notice this a lot about these hardcore red pill dudes. They're like, "Oh yeah, fuck bitches, get money. That's all they have to offer." But it's like, bro, you could fuck bitches and they can make you money, like. If you're smart, that's how you're gonna do it, right? And that's how Tate did it. That's why that's why you see Andrew Tate. He's not a hardcore red pill dude. Um, that's why you see a lot of the hardcore red pill dudes. They struggle even with getting girls in person, right? They're really good at at speaking the truth about these female natures. But if you look at them in person, bro, I know for sure half these guys suck with women, right? They cannot interact with them. They don't know how to speak to them because they have these this just this constant twenty four seven red pill mindset. That's just like sex, sex, sex. That's all they value. That's all they have to offer. Um, you know, fuck marriage, fuck serious relationships, you know, and it's like, that's why they struggle with women because that's all they're thinking about. But if yeah, that's that's all the stuff Tate talks about. He's like, hey, like, like sex is not the goal. It's, it's like the first step. Mm-hmm. Like that's like it's that's not that's not here. That's there. 
right right at the start yeah and if you're a smart dude and you have multiple girlfriends and you're having sex with a lot of girls like Tate, he was like, okay, I have a lot of girlfriends. What can I do to monetize it? And obviously, we all know how he, how he monetizes them. But he found a way in that way. And for me, I talked about this on the podcast with me, Sterling, Fortunatus, and Defund Simping. I talked about it. I was like, dude, if you're good with women, use them and utilize them on your team to make your life more peaceful. Add that feminine energy. Like, because if a girl loves you and a girl actually, and a girl likes you and she respects you and she wants to take care of you, bro, she's going to be making you food. She's going to be doing your laundry, making your bed, taking care of you when you're sick. Dude, that makes your life way more easy because so many guys, they think that, oh, I can't interact with women because they're going to make, they're going to, uh, interfere with my business. And, and me and Sterling were making jokes about how, like, if you talk to a girl, your whole business is going to collapse. Like <laughs> everything's going to fall apart. It's like, no, dude, actually, on the other hand, no, they can actually you, help you. Save you time with a lot of things. Yeah, so if you avoid women, though, and then you come across a girl because you don't know how to interact, interact with women, but you have all this money, guess what? You're going to get you're, played. You're, you're, you're a mark. You're a yeah, target. You're, you're going to get targeted for your fucking money, not for who you are. That's why I say, bro, when you're broke and you can still pull, pull girls, that's such a good sign, bro. Like, when you have no money, when you don't have status, when you're kind of ugly and you can still pull bitches, that is a good fucking sign that, that you are doing something right, right? So... Um, so many guys, cause I, I, I talked about this in the, in the last podcast as well. It's like, I don't want to repeat myself too much, but yeah, fucking the girls, they don't, they don't actually care about that stuff. They only care about things as much as you care about them. Right. So if you care about your looks so much, guess what's going to happen? The girls are going to start looking at those things. If you care about how you act or you care about your shoes, you care about whatever, guess what? Girls are going to start looking at that. So you like, have does to, any girl actually know how much money you or i have yeah yeah fortunately is saying like bro, he's like he's like i they don't say, know he's like i could say i'm worth 10 million dollars there's no way you can know i mean you can probably look at someone like infer okay well what car do they drive what clothes do they wear blah 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 there's no way to actually know right so that's pretty true um i don't think i have any more questions that i really wanted to ask mm-hmm. so yeah i guess i guess we talked a little bit about feminine energy but like how important do you think that is in like Cause it's like healing energy. Like how important do you think that that is? Yeah. So I think feminine energy, especially when it's, uh, from a female fucking feminine energy from a female is very healing and adds a lot of peace to a man's life. I think a lot of girls are not in touch with their feminine energy and they're so they're much more in touch with their masculine energy, which is purpose, mission, breaking through barriers, making money, all that shit. Um, and that's why the girls are nowadays are super bitchy, super upset, super angry. So when a girl's in touch with her feminine, she's going to be much more peaceful. She's going to be much more relaxed, happy, enjoyable, easygoing, easy to be around. Um, and it's nice for both parties. It's nice for the guy. It's nice for the girl. She's happy. He's happy. And that's when it's best. Um, but feminine energy is super important for girls. Um, and that's what's actually going to make them feel fulfilled is being in their feminine, having kids taking care right caring feminine energy is all about nurturing and caring Uh, masculine energy is all about breaking through barriers completing tasks um and so when girls are too much in tune with their masculine energy guess what they also take on a lot of those masculine roles and girls hate being in their masculine energy like i said they become more bitchy more upset more angry and that's why you see when girls are in relationship with a simp they're nagging at him all the time they're bitching at him all the time they're angry they're upset then they go in a relationship with a dude who doesn't tolerate that shit. The guy who's in his masculine, she becomes super peaceful, super happy, super loving, super caring, like all the all the googly eyes for him, right? So it's like 
what's the difference? The difference is the guys, right? And the, and the difference is nowadays is society, right? Soci- society today is in, in a very feminine state because the guys are very feminine. And that makes the girls more masculine, more angry, um, also become more thoughty, right? So if you want women to be great, men have to be great themselves. And that's the one thing so many red pill dudes don't understand is it's much easier to blame women. It's much easier to talk shit on women. It's much easier to just yell and be angry towards women, but it's much harder to look at yourself and see what you can change within yourself. It's so much harder to um, take take responsibility of your actions, and it's so much harder to become a better version of yourself and to build yourself. It's much harder to do that than to just talk shit on girls. So It's pretty true. But what, what's your whole thought? What do you think of AOC um, since you've been a part of it for pretty much the beginning? Um, what's your thoughts on it, and what, what do you think it's how it's turning into right now? I definitely believe that I've seen it with my own eyes that it is not for everyone. You'll try to show your friends it. You'll try to show your family it. You'll try to show people, uh, classmates at your school, about it. And most people will reject it. They'll see, like, no, that's not true because, and then they'll, they'll give some reason. Even chat GBT rejects even it. Chat, <laughs> even chat GBT will reject it. Yeah. So but, but you found a lot of friends and stuff through it, right? You found a I lot have. Of I, sh- I found it. It's, it's surprising. So when I launched it, I just met up with um, a guy from my city, and like we said, the gym became like very close friends because of AOC. It's very useful. And uh, there's guys in the East Coast, guys in the West, a lot of guys in the West Coast who are um, meeting up because of AOC. So I think it's definitely a good investment. There's a lot of young guys. So there's, um, there's not really a minimum age requirement. But there's, it's a wonderful opportunity for a lot of guys to meet, especially if you're young and you can't afford like higher ticket networks. It's a great way to meet guys. Yeah, I mean, also just even just share share your own opinions and your own truth. Like this is a place where you won't be. You won't, there's we filter out everything for you. You're not going to be like you don't have to worry about some blue haired feminist listening to your conversation and trying to cancel you at work. It's like this is a place where you can speak your truth, speak your mind, find more like minded dudes. And if you really want to use it to your to the maximum potential, which is finding brothers, bro, like literally finding dudes who share that same mindset, like that's worth way more than anything. You can't even put a price on that shit. So the offer is fifty dollars, and so many guys can't or would rather spend fifty dollars on a video game rather than fucking. Yeah, I that, mean, it's retarded. It's, everyone, everyone has fifty dollars. You can yeah. go to McDonald's, you can work for four hours and get fifty dollars. Like, it's possible for anybody. It's just a matter of if they want it bad enough. Right. So that's, that's a huge thing as well. And that's why it's super important to have a filtering processes, having filtering processes in place for your friends um, and other girls you meet as well. So this is, this is one of the ways we filter out the dudes who are really interested and really passionate about these things. Because if they are, they have no issue with spending money to get access to these things. Because, dude, I paid $1,000 to talk to Coach Corey Wayne. For an hour. For an hour without seeing his face or any of that shit. Right? So it's like, if you really value something, this is this is what you're gonna have to do, and it's not that big of a deal, especially if you fucking value it and you see that what we have to offer. And we do we we're hosting events, we're hosting pretty cool like you know things that we can't really talk about, but we hosted some pretty cool shit um, and some pretty good opportunities to speak to some high level dudes. And that's something you're never gonna get just fucking going to school or going to college or fucking paying fifty dollars go buy nope. video games. You're not gonna get any of that shit. So that's the cool thing I've noticed as well. Um, but the biggest thing is is just having a network, bro. Is just having a network of dudes that you could trust. Like 
and get advice from that's actually trustworthy like dude you cannot get that shit from school and it's very hard to find dudes like that at school that's a cool thing about like we're using the internet towards our advantage like so many people use are getting played by the internet so many people are getting played by tiktok and the iphone to just scroll 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 but we're using it towards our advantage to find more dudes so you could either be a part of the system and be a part of like the, the slave mindsets or you can actually use it towards your advantage and build something build Absolutely. a community build your own presence right so more guys just need to start building and creating rather than consuming so that's a huge thing but absolutely yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast um eric's leaving tomorrow to wherever the fuck you're from <laughs> do you want to keep it secret or fucking? no i do i name dropped it a couple times okay okay cool yeah. but yeah so st. fucking louis. yeah so, yeah, so go in st louis you know hit me up we'll uh we'll see what we can do deal so hopefully you guys enjoyed the fucking podcast and we'll see you guys next time